In today's episode, we have Noah Mittman with us, who is going to talk about his four-phase system for online course creation. You will also get to hear how to do proper market research to validate your course topic, how to create content your audience will actually want, and promotional strategies to get more people to your course. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the Online Course Igniter podcast, where you'll hear from successful course creators and how they were able to turn their passion into a thriving online business empire. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the show today. We have Noah Mittman, the course creator coach, who is going to talk to us today about some uh, great tips and tricks around course creation and his system that he has built for online course creators. And uh, super excited to have you on the show today. How are you doing today, Noah? Thanks so much for having me. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, doing really good. Um, been batching some new podcast episodes, and I'm glad that you uh, reached out. And I was looking over some of your material, and it looks like you've got a, an extensive knowledge in um, video and production and online courses. And I'm super excited to dive right into the content, but I always like to start at the beginning. So why don't you just take a couple moments, and for anyone out there listening who doesn't know who you are, if you could just give us a little bit of a backstory of uh, what you were doing before online business and online courses, and then how did you get into this world? Yeah, no, it's absolutely. So uh, I've been a, film, a filmmaker for 15 years plus, started in high school, um, and had a, a pretty successful uh, video marketing business. My, my company is uh, called Snowman Films, and uh, that was going really well. And then COVID hit, and you know I've been kind of interested in online courses for a while, but uh, when you know March D Day of 2020 happened, um, you know pretty much the entire in-person video production market uh, paused. So all that business went away, and uh, kind of dove into really studying deeply about online courses and uh, you know how to make them and you know where to put them out, how to sell them. And over time, with studying and kind of asking a bunch of questions and and really getting some knowledge and some feedback on on what I was making, uh, came up with this kind of four phase course creation system, and realized that I could really help a lot of people. Like the so the first course that I came out with was um, filming an online course at home, which you know makes sense for the filmmaking background. Um, you know, helping people really just with their phone. Uh, make an online course that can actually be completed and and get go out there and you know have have a video course before where they didn't have one before. Uh, but what I realized after that was people need a lot more help with the different phases of course creation. Um, so you know, really realized that I can help them in a lot more ways than just filming. So uh, you know, kind of took it upon myself to you know have my you know. The, the energy that I'm putting out there to really empower course creating solopreneurs and you know equip them with fully integrated monetizable comprehensive courses and ideas and through and with that I've kind of created this four phase system of uh, phase one being market research uh, you know really making sure that the ideas that you have the expertise that you have has a market and has interest in you know so you're not just diving in blind and hoping that you're successful you actually have feedback that you will be successful before that. Um, 
Phase two is content, which is the filming, the editing, the posting, all that stuff of actually making your course. Uh, phase three is technology, which is getting your course up online, getting the funnel built, getting the you know landing page built, getting you know set up on Thinkific or whatever platform you choose. Uh, figuring out all the tech stuff, which I know is super overwhelming for a lot of people. Uh, and then phase four is promotion, which is you're essentially after you hit publish on your course, that's your now now your full time job is promoting. Um, you know, you're not going to be a millionaire just because you're just because you have a course online. That's not how it works, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, putting you know, I, I always say once you hit publish, your work is fifty percent done. You now your full time job, your you know everything. You know most of where your energy should be going while you're selling that one thing is to be promoting that one thing, going on podcasts, going on, uh, you know, getting getting the word out, making video content, making marketing stuff. Uh, spreading the word to new eyes and ears about your course. So that's kind of the journey that I've been on in the last year or so. And it's been fun. The the other thing, super cool thing that I mean, I sh- I'm sure everybody that is a fan of online courses knows is as soon as you make something for the online space, your market now goes from local to global. So you're not just trying to, you know, sell to people in your community, you can sell to people all over the world, which is, you know, millions and Billions of people, which is uh, pretty pretty cool to be able to connect with the global market uh, where you couldn't before. Yeah, it's it's really interesting that um, I get to speak to a lot of um, people who are in the online course space, and when having conversations with them, um, you know the the one of the number one reasons that I get from people is the fact that they are now able to take information that they have and share that knowledge on a much bigger level. Um, that is a, a really big thing for people. And it's it's really awesome to see that, you know, people are out there trying to reach others. And like you said, if you have a, uh, a local business, while that's great and you can't serve the local community, there's only so much you can do. Um, and then when you go exactly. online, you're able to, to move that across. Well, I mean, for context, like we're recording this in March of 2021, uh, something like COVID happens. Uh, and that local community gets shut down, and say so you have a brick and mortar, you can't use that for a little while. Like there, I think really to ensure success for the future for all businesses, uh, you need to be able to have online offerings, products, services, whatever it is, um, to be able to connect with the online space because that's where the future is. And that's again, why not open? You know, if you can open up to a bigger market, why not? Yeah, definitely. One of my favorite things to do is uh, talking to people who have those brick and mortar businesses, and it might not be video production, it might be a bakery or something like that, and letting them realize that you could use an online course to supplement that business. It doesn't have to exactly. take it over per se, but uh, if you have you know, uh, a gym or, or you're a, a gym coach that you can have a course to give to someone, it could be um, part of the program, it could be a freebie that you offer as part of their coaching program. So I, I love that idea. Just what you said, so going on those examples, like you got the bakery, you can have, you know, cool, a, a whole course series on cool recipes to make or cool things to do with the bread with, I mean, obviously with the gym, you know, having a supplemental, like, you know, here's, here's a home workout you can do because everybody's spending so mm-hmm. much time at home now. Here's, you know, uh, a workout series. Here's, you know, follow me for on this day, we'll do a workout together. Like, there's so many things you can do in the online space. Um, that again, you can have people from all over the world. Freaking Australia is a massive market. Canada is a massive market. Like, there's so much. To, there's so much to do in the online space. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. So let's uh, dive into the four-phase course creation system that you've set up. So in the in the beginning market research phase, um, that is just trying to figure out who your audience is and and who you're trying to serve. How does that work? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the first I think the first first step is you know what do you want to teach? What do you want to make a course on? What are you an expert in? What are you passionate about? Because um, if you're not passionate about whatever it is you're teaching, it's going to be very hard to scale it because you're going to essentially, I mean, think about you're going to, if you, if you get successful with this, you could be talking about this. You could be pushing this for the next 10 years um, or, or longer. So really having something that you have a good time with and that you uh, are excited about is, is a big thing, big place to start. So once you have that, then knowing specifically who you're serving, um, really figuring out that ideal customer, uh, how old are they, uh, you know what gender are they? Where do they live? How, you know how much do they make? Where do they hang out online? Um, mainly, where do they hang out online? Uh, once you know who they are, um, because that is your connection with your target market, your ability to find them and, and engage with them, and like authentically get to know them is going to be your kind of benchmark for how well. Your eventual course is going to do, because uh, if there's no interest there, if you say, "Hey, making this thing on this subject, uh, anybody interested?" and you get no yeses, <laughs> then you know that maybe maybe you need to pivot what you're doing or figure out a different way in. But say you you know post you know so for me it was my first course was, "Hey, course creators, do you want to make your courses look sound and feel more professional with video?" And in one one group in Facebook that I posted that in, got like 500 comments on that saying, yes, please. So I knew that there was a demand there right off the bat. Okay. So let's let's use the the, the bakery example. And let's say that yeah. I, I work at a bakery and I make really good bread. And I've talked to some people who have mentioned, hey, you should create an online course and teach people how to make this amazing bread that you make. What would be the first step someone would take? How do you go about finding that audience and finding out if this would be a course people would be interested in? Absolutely. Great, great, great question. So um, I would... Go on. So think about all the different social media. So social media is the answer on this, um, for the most part. That is, I think, the best use of time and money. So you're not spending a ton. It's free. You just have to engage and go find your find your communities um, to to really connect with people. So you have Facebook groups. Um, you have Instagram hashtags. Uh, you have probably not LinkedIn as much. So I would I would really focus for that on. Like Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse, because uh, those are all, and maybe Reddit a little bit, just anywhere where there's a community of people that are interested in baking. Um, so you know, go literally go on Facebook and search in groups, baking, bakery, like whatever you know, people that have interests in baking, and uh, that's where you can start asking, like, hey, you know, I have this signature recipe for this amazing bread. Uh, is anybody interested in learning it or trying it out? Um, and see what the response is. See, you know, you know, here's some of the key ingredients that I will, you know, walk you through everything. Like, does that sound cool? And depending on what the response is, which most I'm guessing for baking is probably going to be a yes because everybody's down to try new stuff out. Um, you can really be off to a head start, and you have already started to build your uh, relationship with those potential customers. They can go check out your profile, become friends, message you, whatever that is. 
you're already connecting with your students. You're already connecting with potential people that are interested. Uh, on Instagram, having you know the baking hashtag or the bakery or recipe, you know, baking recipes hashtags, going in and commenting on their photos, having them come, you know, and then and and previewing maybe some awesome photos of the bread there, the recipe that you've made yourself and seeing, you know, ask, Hey, who wants to learn this recipe? Who wants to learn about this? Um, and again, the response is the response. And, uh, if you're in a good spot, it's going to be positive and people are excited and you know that this will be worth the time to make, to, uh, move forward on. That was going to be my next question is once you start getting these responses in, how do you judge or how do you gauge um, the success of the course or if it's something that you should continue forward with? Yeah. I mean, I would say just the amount of positive response that comes back. Uh, if people are excited, if people are like, oh my God, I need this and this would help so much. I've been, I've been looking for new recipes. I've been you know, excited about getting into, bake, into baking in general. Um, if there's positive response, then cool. If there's you know, on on the flip side, and you know, this is, can be the kind of hard pill to swallow a little bit, and like figure out what the next thing is or the next uh, way in that you can kind of make a course is if that response is negative or meh. You know, hey, have a new have a new you know recipe. Would anybody like to try it out? And if you get no responses, that's definitely a thing. And if you're like meh or nah, I'm good. Um, then there's people are just less interested in that, which is fine. Uh, it's you know, just hey, what other thing within my niche, within my expertise, can I make? So like for me, I started out with that first, you know, film your online course at home course, which has done decently well. I've made a couple thousand on it. And, but it wasn't, you know, the smash hit six figure, boom, I'm in, got it. Um, what that made me realize was that, again, people needed more help on more phases of the course creation process than just the content, just the filming. So now that I've opened up the coaching and my next courses, my next course is going to be about how to optimize your social profiles to bring in emails for you and build your audience as you go automatically, which I know is kind of the first, the first step within the market research to kind of build your list. Um, because another thing within market research that you want to start doing is uh, getting your email list, getting your text messaging list going. Because uh, it's the idea of there is traffic that you own and then there's traffic that you don't own. Uh, traffic that you own is your email list, your text messages, your website, what, what, wherever people are giving you their information willingly and you can kind of contact them out of the algorithm. Uh, traffic that you do not own is social media. This is, you know, they can shut your Facebook down anytime. They can shut your Instagram down anytime. Um, I had that happen actually a couple months ago where I was, I guess, misusing commenting features and messaging features on Facebook with you know reaching out too much and too often and they thought I was spamming and they shut my account down for like a month and I thankfully got it back. But it shows you that at any time the algorithm, the companies can shut your stuff down without any reason. And if you haven't, you know, gathered that info on on your audience to bring them out of the social media algorithm, those may be lost contacts. So really getting them into your circle, into your, into your space uh, is important. And again, now that I know that people need more help with the entire process, uh, my business has started to grow. And really, I've started to find more responses and more yeses and more money. And uh, so now I'm, 
I have kind of a roadmap of where I'm going to go from here instead of finding that first thing. So it's really about testing and listening to what people want. Okay, very good. So you go out and say you're you're on Instagram, you're posting on Pinterest, your recipes, and you're in Facebook groups and you're talking to people and people seem really excited about the idea and you you know that you've got a good idea for a course. What would the yep. next step be after that? Absolutely. So a couple things. Um, you need to ask them the right questions. So I, I, the... I love the specific recipe uh, example, but that is also kind of, there's not a whole lot of other things to ask around that. Um, so once people say yes, so that's, let's just keep going with this specific example. Once you know that there's interest in the recipe, then you can go ahead and make that course. You can write it out. Uh, you can film it. You can edit it. You can uh, get it. That's, so filming and editing is stage, is stage two. That's the phase two, excuse me, the, uh, the content phase. So that's actual creation of things. So I definitely recommend scripting out what you want to talk about. Um, because with, especially with online courses, you don't want to waste people's time. You want to be efficient with what you're talking about and how you're delivering information and um, also figuring out the way that you want to deliver information best. Uh, with, especially with baking, uh, having the visual of what you're doing is huge. So video is very important for that. Um, you know, you're not going to get as much out of audio as you will video on actually seeing what you're doing. And uh, maybe having a download uh, worksheet uh, to you know step by step or the um, the recipe, the the pieces of the recipe in a download. Um, so there's there's three ways essentially to deliver information, which I've covered a little bit here. So you got video. You got audio and you have written and you need to figure out which one of those or which combination of those is going to be best to deliver your information on your course. And uh, yeah. And then for the course itself, the setup in terms of writing it, um, you can have your modules and your, and your uh, actual like lessons. So think of your modules as your, it's like writing a book. Your modules are your chapters and then your lessons are your paragraphs. So the modules are like bigger ideas, bigger kind of uh, like sections essentially. And then your lessons are the specific things per, you know, the, the process they're going to go through step by step to get there. Um, and what general, what I say is for your lesson, you can have as many modules and lessons as you want. Uh, but for lessons, try to keep them to 10 minutes or less because it'll help people get the momentum and actually finish your course. Because uh, successful course creation, being a ses- successful course creator means that people actually finish your course. They they go all the way through and they achieve the goal that you have uh, set out for them. Uh, marketing is a separate thing, but as a course creator, your finish rate, I think, is a good way to go on if you're being successful with it. So yeah, go out and, and, and film and edit and get all of it made. Uh, another huge, huge thing I think for the filming side of things is to use a teleprompter. So you can get a teleprompter app on your phone. This will cut your filming time by 50% or more consistently. It really has been a lifesaver for me because uh, I can't memorize that well. And uh, being able to just look at the words and read them off. Uh, basically, what a teleprompter is, is it lets you look in the, the screen of your camera or your phone and read off your script to uh, while you're essentially looking right at camera. So it looks like you're looking at camera, but you're actually reading reading text, which is a really efficient use of time, I think. 
Is there a particular teleprompter that you like? Yeah, so uh, it depends on if you're filming on your phone or a camera. So uh, from your phone, if you're using an iPhone, uh, I recommend teleprompter for video. It has like a little orange uh, icon with a face in it. Um, or orange icon with with the in the app store it has like a face a guy's face like to to show you the preview of it um, and then for uh, Android you want uh, it's called teleprompter nano teleprompter N A N O nano teleprompter the teleprompter for video for iPhone is like four bucks or is, is free and the nano teleprompter is like four bucks um, and then if you are on an actual camera oh god let's see I'm trying to pull up the I don't have it offhand, um, <laughs> but uh, look up there. If you just look for Google teleprompter for you know DSLR or whatever, you can find a good option for. There's a bunch of different ones. I think Parrot teleprompter is one of them. Mm. Um, there's a bunch of options for less than two hundred dollars. You essentially put your camera, you 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 uh, attach your camera to the back of the teleprompter, and all a teleprompter is is a piece of glass at 45 degree angle and like an iPad or a phone below it so that you can and then essentially what it does is it, it loads the text to where it's right in front of the camera so it looks like you're looking directly in the camera but in fact you are looking at text being reflected uh, and then mirrored on whatever app you have on your on your iPad um, to be able to read it off Facebook groups are a wonderful way to build a community, have conversation with your audience, and provide tremendous value to your raving fans. But did you know they can be a great way to generate leads too? I use a program every day called Group Convert in my business that takes the answers when someone joins my group and immediately pushes them to a Google Sheet, something that had to be done manually in the past. That means that I can ask for an email address and one of the three questions in exchange for a lead magnet, newsletter, or other offer. Group Convert then takes that email, sends it to a Google Sheet, which can then be sent off to my email marketing software, automating my Facebook group into a lead generation machine. If you would like to learn more about this amazing software to generate leads for your business, then head over to onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash group convert. That's onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash group convert. You have the ideas and you have basically your modules and, and your lessons kind of mapped out. You go through and kind of think about the step-by-step -step process. But how, how do you go about really uh, outlining or, or structuring the course? Is there... Um, is there any tips or tricks that you can give for someone who is maybe struggling on how they should structure the course or outline the course? Yeah, um, I would say, you know, it's really, it's putting yourself in your students' shoes as you go. So think, you know, okay, if I knew nothing about this, what, um, you know, what way of this progressing makes the most sense for their journey? What, you know, in what what way can I teach? I mean, again, you, it taught, the, the perfect thing is is the baking thing. You know, what is the process for baking, and how can you walk people through from ingredients to putting it all together to throwing it in the oven to having it look nice on in a presentation plate or something? Like, think about that process for anything that you're making. What is the journey they're going to go through, and what makes the most sense for what you're teaching uh, to? run with that. So again, I mean, just, just like the process we're talking about here, four phases, try to break it down into a simple, digestible 
uh, process that they can learn off of. The more simple you can go, the better. The more, um, you know, name it, the four-phase course tracing system, something like that, that they can structure uh, information in their heads around that uh, will make sense as they go through it. Okay, very good. So we have our idea. We've talked to our audience. We validated the idea. Um, yep. We think about our modules, our lessons. We're putting that information together. We're scripting it and outlining it. Um, we're recording, whether it be video, audio, or text. And uh, we have our content put together. What is the next step in this process? Now you got to get it online. <laughs> it's an <laughs> online course. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, you choose your uh, your hosting platform. So your course needs to be hosted somewhere. It needs to live somewhere. Um, and the one that I recommend, there's there's a lot of you know options out there. So definitely do your own research. But the one I like a lot is Thinkific. Uh, Thinkific.com. Uh, the reason being, uh, they give you three your first three courses for free. Uh, in their free plan. You can have up to three courses for free, which I don't believe any of the other course hosting platforms have. And it's perfect for just getting going with this, not having too much cost involved and really testing your stuff out. So you get those videos uploaded. You get your downloads to go with your videos uploaded. You get your landing page uploaded on that. Um, if you can, the way I really recommend doing it, if you can, is having a uh, free uh, free offer to kind of bring people in. So you have a, you know, take... I just the, the 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 biggest nugget of your course and have it as a free download or video or whatever to pique interest from people in your course uh, that you can then uh, build a funnel around, which is the next step. So you host your course and then you build a funnel to drive traffic to that course. Um, this is these are getting your systems set up before you drive traffic and you promote it. Um, so a funnel can be a webinar, can be a download, can be a video, whatever it is, uh, to get capture those emails, capture that contact info uh, that then gets people into the next uh, level of interest of you. And again, you can sell right out of that. You know, say it's a, a webinar, um, you can sell the course out of the webinar. Uh, so you know, for me, it's you know the, the the one I have up right now is three secrets to successful video content. Um, so it's successful making a, uh, filming your course. Um, that leads people to the step-by-step -step course of how to actually film, but they can at least get a, a little bit of value from the webinar, um, from the funnel set up. So that's so it's hosting. So technology that phase is hosting and uh, the funnels that lead to the hosting. So getting getting the traffic actually converted into uh, customers. Okay, and in, in this phase, what is all the software someone would need to, to set all of this up? Does Thinkific handle everything or are you using any kind of uh, funnel software, email software? Yes. What, what, what does the software side of things look like that you would need for this? Absolutely. So let's just walk through the journey of the customer here. So you, uh, you know, put out your... So ClickFunnels is what I use for my funnel software. Uh, it's great. It's you know powerful, and it really just focuses on the funnel side of things. It's not trying to, trying to do too much like some of the other ones. Um, so that you know that is the 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 link that I post onto social is my ClickFunnels funnel. Uh, what I use to capture emails after somebody has entered that email to kind of get the free thing that I'm giving out is Active Campaign. Uh, Active Campaign is awesome. It's it's all the the email uh, kind of. 
what do you call it? Hosting or, or campaign ones are pretty similar in price. Um, I like the active, active campaign because the automation you can do with it is super super simple and powerful. I have a whole um, you know seven email welcome sequence that I that people go into after they get their freebie that I set up once and I don't have to think about it anymore. So that I have you know anywhere from twenty to thirty people right now in my uh, in different stages of my welcome sequence. So. ClickFunnels that's linked to Active Campaign, and then ClickFunnels can link over with a button over to your Thinkific course. Um, and you can choose to either uh, sell it through ClickFunnels uh, or you know just have a button that goes to the Thinkific course and they can purchase something. Either way uh, is fine, whatever way. Just the main thing is you have an, an easy way for people to give you money. Uh, I like having the purchase actually happen through ClickFunnels because uh, it's they have that momentum of buying and then they just are right there to enter their credit card information. They don't have to go to a different website to make that buying decision. Um, you kind of want to grab them while you have, you know, right, right, right at that peak, you know, excited moment of like, mm -hmm. you know, finding your stuff. Uh, but yeah, so active campaign for email, uh, click funnels for your funnel and thinkific for the actual hosting of the course. Okay. Very good. So you have this set up. Um, you've got, uh, a, a funnel setup, and can you just um, maybe for someone who is just getting started and listening to this, and and uh, some of these things are new to them, can you briefly just describe uh, what is a funnel and and why do you need one? Hundred percent, yeah. So let's see. Uh, think about this: a a website versus a funnel. Um, a your classic website has a bunch of buttons to push, a bunch of options. You maybe have your you know, about me, your products and services page, your contact page. It is cool for somebody to kind of see who you are, but it's not, you know, getting a specific action out of that website is a little bit harder than a funnel, which is literally a series of landing pages that are very simple that have, you know, a sales copy on it. They maybe have some video elements, they have some photos, everything that is leading towards a specific action for people to take, which is to press a button to hit the next uh, step in the funnel or to buy something. So it's, you know, it's all a specific oriented task around giving value and getting actions from people, getting them to press the buy now button. Um, and there's no other options on the funnel page of like about you or, uh, you know, contact me. You can have those as elements within the funnel page. So just like a little description paragraph of who you are, but they don't have to click onto a different page, which you know, if they do, it definitely statistically, they're less likely to stick around to the purchase if they have a lot of options to do. It's keeping, keeping it very simple for them to figure out who you are, figure out what you're helping them with and seeing if they want to take that next uh, step, whether it is getting your download or buying from you. Uh, or getting whatever content you have to give them, uh, it's just keeping it keeping it simple and keeping it clear for them to uh, get into your world. Okay, awesome. And I noticed uh, earlier you said that you have maybe some kind of freebie, like the biggest nugget of your course. You stick that yeah. at the beginning of the funnel to get people in. It's your lead magnet. Okay. And that, that drives, that leads people into your, your products and your services. And then that's where you sell them the course. And then that hooks up to the email software so that you can continue to email them going forward. Is that correct? That's correct. 
Okay. Is there uh, any other tech or technology at this point that we would need to be concerned about or anything else that needs to be hooked up? I'll tell you, that's it. That is the deepest dive I've done on, t- on the technology phase in a podcast. So thank you for those questions. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's good. I tried to make sure that we break it down for anyone who's listening, who's, you know, first time or a beginner and they're like, a oh, funnel, yeah. what's automation? What's a funnel? You know, so uh, it's good to go into those things. And really- jargon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So um, we we validated our idea. We did our market research. We've got our course put together. We have it uploaded on a platform like Thinkific. We have a funnel set up where we can get people in and make purchases. We have email set up where we can continue to email them. Um, I guess the next thing now would be to go out and promote that to the world. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. So now that we have our systems built... Uh, with the funnel, with the hosting, now we can go uh, spread those systems around as much as possible. Because think if you think about it, if you don't do the systems and then you start promoting, so say you skip phase three with the with the funnel, you go out promoting, you have a bunch of people interested in, but then you have to manually yourself show them exactly where things are, or you don't even have them set up yet. So like people are like you know where are your products and services? When you have those systems set up. Now you can comfortably go out and just say, hey, here's the link. And then they go through that entire process very smoothly, very easily. And they can make that buying decision or they can just, again, get into your world more and, and get on your email list and you know get all the, the value you're giving out there. The main point of this is that you have to promote. You have to go and talk about it. Uh, this is called what I like to refer as the other 50% of work. Once you hit, once you hit publish, you are 50% done. 50%. So... Promoting is now the other 50%. This is how you make your stuff successful. You get out there, you make uh, video content, you make your lead magnets, you make you you get on podcasts. Um, this is kind of the the movie premiere uh, system uh, of how I think about it. You have your movie trailers, which is your video content. That you can kind of put out your value content. You have your movie posters, which is your photos, your quotes, your all that stuff that's still images, uh, changing up the the kind of style of content that you put out. And then you have your like talk show interviews, which is always how you know movies get promoted with the cast. And this is podcasting. This is um, you know doing interviews on on whatever whatever shows you can find, what other avenues you can find, getting out there and talking about it. Um, so that's really the you know for the foreseeable future once you once you have your stuff online promoting is what you're going to do this is why back way back in the beginning when I said you need to be excited and passionate about your your course and your ideas because you're going to be talking about it a lot you're going to be out there getting the word out helping people with small stuff and getting them like hey you know if you need more more like I just helped you with you can go check out my lead magnet go get the download you're you're pushing people to your funnel with your promotion Okay. And do you do any type of um, special launch strategies or any type of promotional strategies, say, um, you know, like a, uh, a launch sequence where we're launching for five days or 10 days, or do you do any type of coupons or discounts or anything like that during this phase? Honestly, I, I like the kind of having, you know, the reason that you have a funnel the reason that you are paying for ClickFunnels, the reason you have all your stuff up, that you've created the automations, is that it can be up all the time. Um, I definitely know that people do launches. I've done launches myself. Um, 
and you can you can for sure do launches. Uh, you can you know have a you know a week where you put out a bunch of content. You have a special discount that you run. You have or you have like extras that you throw in on top for for the same price to kind of entice people to come in. But I think over time, having that you know helping people where they need help and. As long as you get the main thing with promoting is that you're getting in the conversation, you're getting in the space of where your ideal customers are, and you are um, helping and and putting out content and being loud and and you know creating value for them so that when they're ready, depending on you know if that happens to be during your launch or not, uh, your your stuff is available for them. Um, that's just my style. I know there's you know a bunch of people that do the launching. There's a bunch of people that just do the evergreen. Um, I, I like the idea of being able to just uh, help people at the point that they need help and not have to be like, okay, wait three months and I'll have another launch and you can get in again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more accessible to have it open and have it uh, available for people when and where they need it as you go. Because then, then you don't have to... You know, you, there's, it's a lot of energy to do a launch. It's a, <laughs> I've been through several. It is, it is, it's a lot. It's a lot to put out. And versus just putting out consistent content and having people find you when they want to find you, and uh, that's you know you can that's even where the you know you put out a good video and somebody finds the funnel from there on the opposite side of the world, and you wake up after they made a purchase and you have made money in your sleep. I'm not saying this is passive because you're putting in the work. I'm just saying, depending on where you live, you can have sales in your sleep because of somebody finding your content at the right time. Yeah, that's one thing that um, you said that I also enjoy about this business a lot is the fact that once you create these systems and you have them in place, they are there for a lifetime or until exactly. the internet goes away. So, you think about uh, you know our, our original example about you know being a baker working in a bakery. Uh, if you are doing that as a business and you are sick one day and you can't show up to work and you can't make that bread, you can't make money because you exactly are right. you know, subject to that service. Now, I'm glad that we have all kinds of people out there who will do these things and create bread and not just do online courses or no one would ever eat. <laughs> but uh, it's great to think that you know <laughs> someone can take... Uh, take their business and put information online and it becomes a 24-hour sales process for you. 100%. And because again, you you need to sleep at some point and say you have a brick and mortar, that business is going to close for some hours. Whereas online, if you have offerings that are available all the time, that never closes. And again, the whole being, you know, promotion and creating consistent content, doing that, you know, movie premiere launch, like release strategy of always be making videos, always be putting out photos, always, you know, be be going on and, and podcasts and, and connecting and, and having conversations. Uh, what's beautiful about those is those are evergreen. You have a whole at, at some point you're gonna have a whole library of other podcasts that you've been on that are up online. And some people could find that a year from now and love you and go buy your stuff. And that was because of work you did a year ago. It's always up there and it's always available. And uh, I just, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So we got our four phase system. We validate, we go do the, uh, uh, the market research. We uh, build our content and structure out our course. We put all the information together. We get it uploaded. We get our technology set up so we can have a sales funnel and an automation process going on. And then we're out there. 
uh, promoting and telling the world and driving people into that sales funnel. Is there anything else that we missed or that you would like to add? I would say other than that also uh, is listening to your audience once once it is up and get, especially the people that have gone through your course and really asking them questions on um, how the experience was for them and what could be better. And then listening to that. If they say, hey, like this section could use help, you can always... The other reason I love being evergreen is you can update your course as you go. You can evolve it and make it better. And it is... Uh, one of my favorite sayings is perfection is not, not a destination. It's a direction. So you're always in the direction of perfection. You will never get there because we're humans and we're inherently not perfect. But you can make your stuff better as you go and you can make yourself more efficient and you can make your course better. And I think not being afraid to do that. Because uh, again, you're the next person that finds you. It's a new experience for them. So the better you can be over time and the more you can kind of listen to your audience and what they're wanting and needing. Uh, it'll also... I mean, doing that will also lead you to what your next course will be. Um, that's really... you know Because that's part of why I think Thinkific does three free courses to begin with. They know that course creators don't ever just create one course. We are always making new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. So thinking to the person out there listening who hasn't created a course, they're um, in that very beginning phase where they're just trying to figure out um, what they're going to create a course on or if it if it is even a possibility for them. What's a piece of advice that you would tell someone like that who's just starting out in that beginning phase? That is... That, okay, per, I have a perfect answer. And it's also the name of my Facebook group. <laughs> it is... <laughs> to stop waiting and start creating. Um, <laughs> don't think too much about that. You know, obviously like validate and stuff, but also don't get in your own way on this. Get out into the into the kind of playing field here and try some stuff out and and make some stuff and see what works and uh, just start creating. Uh, you know, knowing that it's not going to be perfect, you can start now and you can start testing stuff out and you can start building those relationships because the, this if you start today Think about where you're going to be in six months versus if you start in six months. Uh, you can at least gain knowledge and gain insight and uh, start those conversations and, and get into that uh, those communities of where your ideal customers are because that is what's going to lead to your success overall. Uh, that is always going to be your guiding principle and guiding light is what your ideal customers are saying and giving feedback on and telling you. Um, and that's... So just start waiting and stop waiting and start creating. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're on your phone or you're by your computer, go hop into Facebook and join Noah's group. Stop waiting and start creating. And uh, Noah, thank you yeah, so much. Stop for- waiting and start creating your, your online course is the full name. <laughs> okay. Very start, good. Start, excuse me, start creating your course, which is actually also the podcast name. My podcast is called Create Your Course. Okay, cool. Um, We'll definitely link all that up in the show notes. And is there anywhere else that you would like to uh, send people if they would like to find out more about you online? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm on uh, LinkedIn as the snowman. (laughs) Um, Noah the snowman. I'm on Facebook. You can... uh, Noah Mittman is my personal profile. Again, the uh, Facebook group is Stop Waiting and Start Creating Your Course. Um, On Instagram, I am Snowman Films. I'm on TikTok. I'm on. Uh, I have a community texting platform. Uh, if you you can see that on my on my uh, Facebook and my LinkedIn info, and I'm on Clubhouse. Uh, no Mittman. Every if you search No Mittman or Snowman Films, you'll be able to find me pretty much anywhere. 
Cool. Awesome. Noah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your expertise with us and your four-phase system. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it will really help some people out there. And I just wish you success going forward in the future. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so much. This is an awesome show and I appreciate what you're doing. Thanks so much for joining us today, Noah. You can find out more about him and his business by visiting the Stop Waiting and Start Creating Your Course Facebook group. Or you can get the show notes of this episode along with links and resources by visiting onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash 25. See you next week for an all new episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Online Course Igniter podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss an episode. If you would like to learn more marketing strategies and how to sell your online course, then also check out our free community where we share tips, tricks, and tutorials at onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash community.